Central Baptist Church on this very special occasion. I'm Pastor Brad Winnegar. We are coming to you live from Central Baptist in Woodbridge, Virginia. And uh, we're broadcasting here and around the world. So thankful for those who are present with us and those who are viewing now and those who will be viewing later on. This is December the 18th, 2022. It is the Sunday prior to actual Christmas, but it is our Christmas Musicale Sunday. And we'd like to ask everyone to participate today. We have distributed, among all those who are in the audience, a copy of our Christmas caroling sheet. This is what we use to sing from when we go Christmas caroling. It's what we used this past Friday evening in our Christmas concert that was given. And today we're likewise using it. Those same words are going to be up on the screen for folks that are viewing us on our various platforms. I'm trusting that this will go around the area and around the world. And if you're glad to be in the house of the Lord today, say amen. Amen. All right. If you haven't got a copy of our Christmas carols or of our bulletin, it's contained in the bulletin as well. You just need to ask and someone will see that you get your copy. On the front of the bulletin, we have a, a beautiful picture of an ornament. It says, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's taken from Luke's Gospel, the second chapter, the 14th verse. And we know that in these troublesome times, there is nothing that is needed more than the glory of the Lord to be experienced. There is nothing that will change the circumstances on earth more than the peace of God. There is nothing that will transform those around us than the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. And we want to participate, each and every one, in proclaiming that. We want to sing as the Scripture says to do. Take that song sheet, if you would, please. Open it up. You'll find that the songs are given in alphabetical order. And so I want you to look at the bottom of the inside left of the interior of that song sheet, and you will see the words, To joy to the world, the Lord is come. Would you stand with me, and let's all sing it together, shall we? Father, how we thank you and praise you for that great love, joy, and peace, the glory of the Lord, all that is manifested in and about this special season of the year. We thank you for the one who is the reason for the season, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray in his name today that folks might open their hearts to receive the King of Kings and Lord of Lords as their own personal Savior. I pray, Lord, that you'll bless every aspect of this service, and thank you for what's going to take place now with the reading of the Scripture, the narration, the songs that are sung, everyone's participation, how we thank you for it and ask your blessing in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. And I'll ask you all to be seated at this time. Please be seated. And that was a rousing beginning to our service. I want you to just give it all that you've got when you sing Praise the Lord. When I notice the words, joy to the world, the reason is the Lord has come. How many of you believe that? Say amen. 
How many of you are looking for Jesus to come again? Amen. The Bible says that He's going to so come in like manner as we've seen Him go into heaven. He's coming back visibly and bodily, and we're singing about that. There'll come a time when He'll rule and reign upon this earth for a thousand years. And that's why heaven and nature sing as we have already sung those words. Heaven joining the chorus with earth, everybody singing, all of nature proclaiming the wonderful truth that Jesus Christ has indeed come. Now there is no higher authority than the Word of God. I want you to listen as Brother Gabe Rivera reads for us from Luke chapter 2. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that, while being there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them and the glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph, and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Thank you for the reading of God's Word. As we have already sung, let heaven and nature sing. I'm going to invite everyone who is in the audience and all those who are viewing online to sing the words of each song along with the choir as they present their program today. There's so much in the Scripture about angels. We'd like to strip away everything that is false and just say this, angels represent as messengers of God the truth of God's Word. Hark the Herald Angels Sing is a song that's found inside your bulletin, inside those words for Christmas caroling at the top of the left-hand side. Let's join our voices together as the choir sings now.
the newborn king. There are so many aspects of the true Christmas story that seem unusual because God was getting our attention in some unusual ways. A king born in a stable, laid in a manger, accompanied by animals all around. How strange. And yet, this was God's plan, showing us that He came to seek and to save each and every one of us. No one is beneath the saving grace of God that's extended through the work of Jesus Christ done in our behalf. He was laid away in a manger. If you'll turn to the front of your Christmas caroling page and sing at the bottom of the page with the choir, Away in a Manger. our Savior Jesus Christ came to seek us and to save us. Why? Because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I can't earn my way to heaven, nor can you, nor can any other person. But Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God and has provided salvation for us. How symbolic in that He was laid in a manger. How symbolic that He was there asleep and uh, that he was at such peace. Now today, once again, we talk about his coming, and we know that it must have been a most unusual occasion. The sky, of course, was lit up by the angels that, about whom we have sung already. They brought the message that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, had come, and the world would no longer be sinfully dark. In the midst of that darkness, Jesus is the light. He has come to present that light so that we might walk in the light and that we might have eternal life. And now listen and sing along with us as the choir sings Silent Night, Holy Night, the bottom of the right inside page.
silent night, holy night. Son of God loves pure light. That's pure light through Jesus Christ. Radiant beams from thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace. I believe all of history can be divided at this point. Jesus came into the world. It's never been the same ever since. This one life has so affected the lives of others that that history has been forever changed. Our focus needs to be upon the God-man, the Son of God, Jesus Christ. And uh, he said, whosoever will may come. He's offering salvation not just to the good or to the church members or to the rich or to the elite, but he is offering salvation to all who will receive a free gift. You can't earn it. You can't keep it. You can only get it free and he'll save you and he'll satisfy you and he'll keep you for all eternity. That's why the call goes out and that's why this church never ever convenes without offering an invitation. Oh, come all ye faithful. Oh, come, come to Jesus. Come to God through Jesus Christ. I'm going to ask everyone to please stand in your place and we're going to sing uh, at the top of the inside right page, Oh, come all ye faithful. Will you sing with me? said let's give our choir a big hand a wonderful job they did today thank you and they're going to get ready to come and join us just turn around and say hello to someone if you would today tell them you're glad to see them on this Christmas musical Sunday thank you so much and it's good to see our young people here our Hispanic ministry here and everyone, God bless you. Thank you. You may be seated. Didn't you have a good time singing those choruses together? I want to recruit you for next year at our concert. We're working out the date right now. But uh, sometime in early December, we're going to be going on one very special night out to a place, a location uh, that is mostly comprised of senior citizens, but all kinds of folk who are young at heart and certainly enjoy the Christmas concert. I want you to be a part of it. And uh, we've been discussing getting the maximum crowd, and so we're going to give them some good usable things, and we'll be talking about gathering those up the months in advance and having things to give away to these folks who come to our Christmas concert in addition to the wonderful cookies. How many of you made those cookies? Two or three dozen cookies each. Raise your hands up high. Oh, those were wonderful cookies. And uh, the folks will be on a sugar high for months to come, no doubt. About the time they get over it, we'll do it again. Amen. But I want to thank you for singing out so well. You kids did a great job. Somebody has said we need to include the kids in our next Christmas program. And maybe we'll do that. You get ready 
and we'll think about doing that. That's a great possibility, and there's still room. Wasn't this a great-looking choir? I'm telling you, what. How, how many of you are glad to see them back up there in the choir loft again? That is great. Amen. Amen. And I got to tell you, God is greater than anyone or anything. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you haven't got a bulletin and you'd like one right now, raise your hand up high. We'd like to give you a bulletin so you'll have a copy of Glory to God in the Highest. What a great bulletin that is with all kinds of neat stuff inside we'll be talking about in just a few moments. As you go out today, as, uh, as you leave the building, be sure to pick up enough copies of Acts and Facts for Kids. This is the kids' edition, absolutely free, that you can give to every child and grandchild this Christmas. Those are out on the visitor center, and I hope that you'll pick up as many as you can use. We have some also in the back as well. And speaking of in the back, we've got uh, some ushers right now that would like to give every guest one of these packets. It's a welcome packet. It has a registration card. So if you are not a regular attender at Central Baptist Church, would you raise your hand so we can give you a packet? We'd like to give you one of those. And uh, if you would, fill out the card, place it on the offering plate when it's passed in a little while. Got plenty of packets, and we've got some of these little pins. And the pin says, People Caring, Jesus Sharing. Early in the year 2023, we're going to make sure everybody gets a spare pin so they start wearing them to church uh, every time we come together. And out in the public, people will ask you, what does that mean? You can say, why, I'm from Central Baptist Church, the people-caring, Jesus-sharing church. So take those packets. Let's give all of our guests a round of applause. Thank you for coming today. Amen. The choir did such a good job. Thank you to uh, Brother Ryan and to Michelle and to Gwendolyn who played instruments and also to Brother Gabe who read the scripture and uh, then all these singers. What a great job they did today. We appreciate them so much. Now in the back of the bench in front of you, there are some envelopes. We have our regular offering envelopes that have general tithes and also special giving to missions. But then we have this offering envelope that's in green writing, give a Christmas gift to Jesus. I hope you'll take that and give something special today. What a wonderful blessing that will be on this Sunday before Christmas. We can use those through the end of the year, and these funds are used for missionaries and other emergencies that arrive uh, during the, the year that need to be dealt with. Uh, speaking of missionaries, I have got some missionary prayer cards. On the Welcome Center, as you leave today, there are eight different missionaries represented. So for the next eight days, today through Christmas, I want you to pray for these eight missionaries. We've got the Daniels in uh, Kenya, and their card says, the Daniels in the lion's den. So make sure you get one of those. And then in Leyte, the Philippines, we have the church planters, David and Jill Coltrane, who've been with us in recent years. A beautiful ocean scene. All right, that was uh, before the tsunami, I think. All right. And then we have a new card from the Hall family. They stopped by this week. And the Hall family uh, is a missionary family in Australia, down under. So get that. And then we have Anna Gilkey. Anna is our missionary to the deaf world. And so make sure you pick up one of those cards and pray for Anna. And then we have the Phillips family. And uh, he was here uh, just recently representing the family. They have a ministry in Central Asia. And then the Campbell family from... Uh, not too far from here, have a ministry in Wales where some of my uh, people came from. And then we have Tatiana Cordero who is in Port Alegre, Brazil, and she works with uh, the teen girls there and the music program, and uh, she is such a helper, and we appreciate her. So I want you to take some time and pick those up and make sure you're praying for our missionaries during this season. They're so far from home. And yet many of them have made their mission field their new home. So let's pray for them. Pick up a, a prayer sheet also and let's keep those prayers going up. 
Now, yesterday, we had a tremendous record-breaking day. We, uh, we are in a campaign known as Fill America, Fill Virginia, and we want to lead the way for other churches. Uh, we got tracks out into the hands of people with personal uh, greetings and invitations, and we got door hangers out. And yesterday, we had a good crew, um, in fact, one of our better crews, even on a cold day. And we covered a lot of territory. Now, Brother Daquan, I'm not bragging, but just giving the credit to Jesus, I actually walked between two and three miles going door to door, but God certainly blessed yesterday. What was our total number of door hangers placed on doors yesterday? Eight hundred and forty doors for Jesus yesterday. Each one of them received a packet of material and the gospel several times, and many other tracts were distributed as well. And uh, Brother Tyler, your function in this is to do what? Fill America. America, all right. And what have you got in your hand there, sir? I have our sheet for uh, the tracts, so if you just write on it how many tracts you Report sheets, okay. All right, so he's going to come down the aisle right now, and if you have passed tracks out since last Sunday through today, I've already given him my report. Just raise your hand, we'll give you one. If you've given out at least one tract in the last seven days, one tract, and go ahead and fill these out and turn them in. You can drop them in the offering plate when it's passed in a little while. And keep on keeping on for Jesus. Amen and amen. And then last but not least, because I want you to be prepared for Christmas, and I want you to be able to be a blessing and to have a blessing. I know there are many, many who have other emphases. They do different things. They have different traditions. But we have prepared for you from the Bible two sides of one sheet. Let's celebrate Christmas. And I'm going to ask our ushers to come right now, if they would, please. And let's pass these down each of the aisles. All right. Will you come? Thank you. Divide those up, I think, four ways. And uh, if you would, take one and share that with your family and friends. Praise the Lord. When we dismiss after a few moments, we're going to be going out those doors. If you'll take a right and go in the bookstore, we don't sell to make money, but we've got for the kids ABC memory book, a Bible verse for every letter of the English language. Beautiful, beautiful for teaching your kids, your whole family, having devotions and scripture memory. You can pick those up. Uh, do we still have a few of those? We've got a few of those left. All right. So First Lady Gwendolyn will uh, certainly make sure that we've got some of those. And then we had to order more of these beautiful illustrated King James Bibles. They're in hardback. They're only 40% of what they are on retail. We are selling them greatly reduced in price. We sold out the first load. We've got a, a new set. And maybe you're thinking about kids, grandkids, extended family, or you want one for your library, you go ahead and stop in. We're not doing any of this. Any of the items that are there are for your edification and for your spiritual uh, encouragement. They're not for the purpose of making money, but rather to be a blessing. Uh, and we want you to be blessed and to be a blessing as well. I'm going to ask you to take your Bible today. I'm going to ask you to turn with me to the second chapter of Luke, the second chapter of Luke, where we have our scripture in verse 14, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. This is what the angels proclaimed. And while people have attempted to emulate this and to achieve this by their own efforts, there is only one way, there is only one possibility for God to get the glory, for earth to have peace, for there to be goodwill toward men. One, two, three, there's only one way, and it's all summarized in the one who was sent by God, the baby Jesus, who came to seek and to save the lost. There it is. That's what this is all about. It's about the one who came and has made all the difference. In your bulletin, there is a poem. It's entitled, Ready for Christmas. 
Ready for Christmas, she said with a sigh as she gave a last touch to the gifts piled high. Then wearily sat for a moment in red till soon, very soon, she was nodding her head and she had a dream. And here's what she dreamed. Ready for Christmas while holding a grudge? Perhaps you had better let God be the judge. Why, how can the Christ child come and abide in the heart of that is selfish and filled with pride? Ready for Christmas when only today a beggar lad came and you turned him away without even a smile to show that you cared. The little he asked, it could have been spared. Yes, more than the giving of gifts in a tree is a heart swept clean that he wants to see, a heart that is free from bitterness and sin, ready for Christmas and ready for him. If I can do anything today in this Christmas crowd but encourage you, then I want you to know that encouragement alone is what we seek to do. And our desire is to tell the truth, to speak the truth as we ought to today so that God might have glory in the highest, that earth might experience that spiritual thing called peace, that there might be goodwill toward men. I was going through some of our tracks that we have for visitation, and I appreciate all of them. They're all great. We have the tale of two prophets, which we give to our Muslim friends. It tells about the prophet Muhammad and the prophet Jesus and the comparison between the two in their messages. Uh, we have both prophets taught that God is all-knowing, all-powerful, and all-present. But the second prophet, that's Jesus, said that God is love toward all mankind, regardless of race, color, or even the wrongdoing done by a person against him. He is full of compassion and mercy, guided by his holiness. God did not only reveal his will, but revealed himself in a person and in a book. I thank God for Jesus Christ. We're not putting down anybody or their religion. We're glad to be able to speak to anyone. We have thousands of these that have gone out. And Tom will tell you how someone handed him a tract one time. And uh, he wasn't saved yet, but he thought he was. And uh, he said, I don't need that. I'll give that to my wife. And, and uh, Jeannie, I'm so glad that you got this tract. And after you read it, you received Jesus as your Savior. And many have received Jesus by receiving This Was Your Life by Jack Chick. Uh, Brother Chick has gone to heaven, and his work is being carried on, and we appreciate him. I like this because it tells the typical story of a person who didn't trust Jesus, and then it said, This Can Be Your Life. And there we have a picture of a man who is receiving the message of Jesus Christ. He says, of course I believe the Bible and I'm convinced that I'm lost and going to hell, but what must I do to be saved? And the person who is speaking says, repent. That means turning from your, your own self, your own devices, your own method of saving or keeping yourself saved. Repent. Have a change of mind toward God. God is not the one to blame. God is not the one that we ought to say bad things about. It's not His problem that we're sinners and we brought such a mess upon ourselves. He says, surrender your life to Christ. Acknowledge that He died for your sins and receive Him as your Savior. I'm glad today that I can pass these tracts out and not be ashamed of Jesus Christ. We've got them in English, we've got them in Spanish, and we've got our smiley face tract in many languages and praise the Lord. Here we have a picture of this man. He's bowing his head. He's got his head in his hands and he's saying, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I repent of my sins. I acknowledge Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. And then we see his progress through life and then we see him clutching his chest. Take my hand, Lord Jesus. I'm coming home. And then we have, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. That's what I want to hear. How about you, my friend? How about you? We have a lot of tracks. We got John R. Rice's What Must I Do to Be Saved? We got it in Espanol, too. Que es menester que yo haga para ser salvo? See? Okay. All right. Something like that. All right. Forgive my Spanglish. I do the best I can. All right. So anyway, praise the Lord. Do you know that God loves everybody, regardless of their background, regardless of where they came from, regardless of the language they speak. Jesus wants folks to be saved. Amen. I'm, I'm holding your track, Tom. You wrote this one. You must open the door. I use it. God bless you, Tom. Tom's a track writer, a poem writer, 
Uh, someday he'll be famous, probably about 10 years after you're gone. But uh, he says, when is that? He's going to live forever. Amen. But uh, we've got wonderful tracks that tell the sweetest story on earth, the greatest love story ever, ever told. And I am saying to you, we need to make sure we emphasize Jesus Christ. There's not going to be any glory to God in the highest. There's not going to be any peace on earth. There's not going to be any goodwill toward man unless we're telling folks about Jesus. It's not be a good Baptist. It's believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not be a good church member. It's believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Helen Steiner Rice wrote a lot of great cards, but she wrote this. This is one of her poems. Christmas is a gift of love that can't be bought or sold. It's ours just for the asking, and it's worth far more than gold. And this priceless gift of Christmas is within the reach of all, the rich, the poor, the young and old, the greatest and the small. So take God's Christmas gift of love, reach out, and you receive. The only payment God asks is that just you believe. That's it. Helen Steiner Rice wrote that. Wow, isn't that amazing? I'm glad that the truth is widespread, that it's available. Uh, you can... You can, as some, attempt to drown it out, but wherever you go, you're going to hear Christmas carols. And they're not just going to be about the guy in the red suit and the sleigh and the reindeer, but it's going to be about the one who came and was born as a baby in Bethlehem stable and was laid in a manger and was typical or symbolic of the death that he would die and uh, praise the Lord for that truth. I kept this, sweetie. This is one of my wife's uh, inserts from her heart, and she says this, Our precious Savior Jesus Christ doesn't want to have a birthday party. He doesn't want to be the focal point at the local mall, but He does want to be first in our hearts. He wants us to love Him, honor Him, praise and adore Him. And as preacher said on the church's marquee, Christmas is in your heart, not under the tree. And that's it. That's it. Are we truly ready, like the poem says? Are we ready for the Christmas celebration that is uh, our purpose to glorify God as the multitude, the numberless angels praised and proclaimed. How can we glorify Him at Christmas? How can there be peace on earth? How can there be goodwill toward man? Put it down, number one. Here it is. Tell the truth in love. Ephesians 4.15 says those very words, but speaking the truth in love. Speak plainly. Speak truthfully. Don't beat around the bush. How many of you uh, right now have an unsaved loved one, family member, friend, co-worker, or neighbor? How many of you have one like that? Don't beat around the bush. I mean, if you gotta, if you got to take one side step to get to your goal, you say, isn't it a beautiful day? Jesus made it a beautiful day. Let me tell you about Jesus. Come on! That's what we need to do. We need to share Jesus Christ no matter what. The people who have your last name, the people whose blood is the same as the blood running through your veins, the people who share your roof, the people who share your time, your work time, your school time, those people are going to go out into eternity and if they go out without Jesus Christ, they're going to die and split hell wide open. We don't want them to go to hell. We want them to go to heaven. What do you say to your loved ones? What do you say to your neighbors? What do you say to your friends and co-workers and fellow students? You say, I can't imagine heaven without you. I can't imagine heaven without you. Please don't go to hell. Please take Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Speak the truth in love. Speak plainly. Speak boldly. You say, oh, I'm afraid I might offend them. What, and send them to hell? Send them to hell? They're already on their way to hell. You're not going to send them to hell. They're already on their way to hell. You can't send them to hell number two. They're all on their way to hell number one already. Here's what you do with a broken heart, with a lump in your throat, with a tear in your eye. You tell your neighbor. You tell the man who, or the woman who delivers your mail. You tell the people who come by your place. You tell them, listen, I can't let you go. I can't let you leave. It's only going to take a few minutes, but i got to tell you about my best friend. Would you, would you sit down? When you get to be my age, you can appeal to your, to your gray hair or lack of it, and you can say, listen, uh, listen to this old man for just a minute, all right? Would you sit down and listen to me? Hey, it works. 
I tried it on visitation. It works. People just stop what they're doing, Tom, and they listen to you. Now, I, I don't know if they're tuned in, but they got the message, and that's important. Speak the truth boldly, truthfully, plainly in love. This is, put it down, this is practical. This is practical. It is practical for us to talk to everybody that's in the near circle to us. If you're going to send out cards this season, put a tract in there. If you're going to pay a bill, put a tract in there. Make sure it's not a late payment. Don't put a tract in there if it's a late payment. That's bad testimony. Let's be practical. Let's tell everybody we can. Walked into the store. I was telling the Sunday school crowd this. Walked into the store on an errand yesterday, and uh, I should I should have realized there's trouble. There was not a parking place in the entire parking lot. I had to park in the next lot over and walk. And I went in, and there was not a single buggy. They were all being used. So I went to check on something, and there was not there was nothing that I was looking for. So I reached in my pocket, and I found there were three stacks of tracks. I said, help me, Lord Jesus. And I started from that point. I went around the entire building. Got a smile for you. Got a smile for you. Got a, hey, got a smile for you. 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 Walked the entire dimension of that building and gave out all those tracks. And praise the Lord. You can do that this time of year. You say, Merry Christmas. You know, and even though they, they might be one of those happy holiday people, you can still say Merry Christmas. They can't, they can't uh, throw you in jail yet for that. And so that's called free speech. You just go ahead and say, it's, it's about Jesus. It's about my Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. I received uh, this week a, um, uh, an announce, not an announcement, a text from a, a friend that he had heard a man street preaching in front of the Alamo down in Texas. And so I, I tuned in and I, and I listened to the six-minute message that he preached in front of the Alamo. And uh, it's public property, so you can do it. It's free speech, so you can do it. And I don't know how many knelt and prayed and received Jesus Christ as Savior, but I say amen to that. Be practical. Use the opportunity. Uh, tell the truth in love. Christmas is about Jesus Christ. Come on. It's about Jesus Christ. All the things that we sang about, but it still comes back to Jesus. It's not just about the angels. They sang about Jesus. It's not just about the manger. That speaks to our heart about Jesus' humble, uh, humble beginning, His coming into this world to seek and to save the lost. And, and this is worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. That's what Paul said. Why did He come? He came because we needed Him. That's it. He came because He's the only one who could come and accomplish what He did. There's nobody else. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. He's the only one. That whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So, tell the truth. That's practical. Number two, testify what God can do for them for you, what he's done for you, what he can do for them. That's personal. That's personal. So it's practical. It's personal. Let me tell you what he did for me. I'll never forget going soul winning down in Alabama years ago. I went with a man who had been saved not long before that. He had not learned everything, all of the niceties and all the proprieties of what to say and do on visitation. But he was with me. We were talking with a fella who was underneath the hood of his truck and he was working on it and he had grease up to here. And uh, I tried to get his attention. I tried to reach him. I tried to talk to him. And the man was just kind of brushing us off and working on that truck. And finally, this fella couldn't take it anymore. Now, he was a brand new believer. And here's what he said. He said, sir, please listen to this man. This preacher, because, sir, one month ago, I was a drinker. I was a drug addict. I was a sinner, lost as could be. In fact, sir, I was just like you. But this man can tell you about the answer. And so I proceeded to tell that man who was a lot quieter than he had been. As he listened and I gave him the gospel, and that man under the hood of that truck received Jesus Christ as his Savior because somebody decided to make it personal. 
Make it personal. It's practical. It's personal. It's a challenge for you and for me to go tell somebody. Find somebody just like you. Find somebody that looks like you, somebody who talks like you, somebody who does what you do, somebody that you have something in common with. One of these days, we're going to have a double yourself a day in Sunday school and church, and we're going to ask you, you'll find somebody who looks like you, walks, talks like you, or acts like you, is, a, is like, a, like a doppelganger, like, like somebody that uh, you were separated at birth. You know what I'm saying? And uh, how many of you have seen somebody that kind of looks like you? Now, I've been told that people look like me, but I've never actually walked face-to-face up to somebody who looks exactly like me. But find somebody like you. Find somebody who's got the same burdens, the same problems, the same needs, and share Jesus and just say, I'm just like you are. How ironic would that be? Number three, not only tell the truth in love, we can glorify God. Not only testify of what God can and do, uh, can and will do for you as he's done for us. That's personal. But number three, take part daily in demonstrating this truth. Live it out. Live it out every single day. That's persistence. That's doing it persistently. Practically, personally, and persistently. If we're going to see glory to God in the highest, if we're going to see peace on earth in the hearts of people, if we're going to see goodwill toward man, then that's only going to happen if we keep after it and keep after it and keep after it. Last week, I preached about prayer. I preached about the work of faith, the labor of love, and the patience of hope that Paul wrote about. What a wonderful passage of Scripture that was, talking about our prayer life. We need to make sure, number one, that we've got a prayer life. Number two, that we've got some of those things going on in our life persistently. We want folks to come to God through Christ. We want people to be saved. Would you do something right now? out of honor and respect to our Savior Jesus Christ, would you bow your head and close your eyes? I want you now, out of honor and respect for the Lord Jesus Christ, I want you to go as far back in your memory as you can to when you were a child, and then come forward in your mind and your heart. And I want you to think about this. Do you know for sure, sometime or other, in that period of time that you call your life, did you pray and ask Jesus to come in your heart? Did you ask Him to save you? Can you point to a time and a place when Jesus Christ came in and made you brand new from the inside out? If you can remember praying and asking Jesus to save you, I want you to do this right now. Not not flippantly, but I want you to do it seriously. If you have ever prayed to ask Jesus in your heart to be your Savior, would you slip your hand up high so I can see it right now? I prayed and asked Jesus to be my Savior. Amen. Amen. Put your hands down. Thank you for your honest response. For those of you that cannot remember ever receiving Jesus Christ as your own Savior, would you pray right now from your heart to God and mean it? Here's what you pray. Dear God, I admit that I'm a sinner. I deserve to pay for my sins. I believe Jesus died to save me. And right now I receive the Lord Jesus Christ into my heart as my personal Savior. Please take away my sins and take me to heaven when I die. Water 
Sleeping child you're holding is the grave. 